Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I don't care how many Instagram reels I see of, this time is fleeting. You're going to miss the sticky fingers on the window. It's I, That just doesn't do anything for me. And Liz. I hand grated the cheese, like I said, two different types of cheeses. I did the roux <laughs> thing. Like, it was an event for me to make this macaroni, and it was just fine. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Welcome back. How was everyone's Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. It was long, but it was good. Um, how was yours? It was just Thanksgiving. The day of Thanksgiving was fine, flowed nicely. This Thanksgiving weekend, it's like it's four days of the Sunday scaries. You need to prep more for the Thanksgiving weekend than the Thanksgiving Elizabeth. Itself. And here's, I'm so happy you brought that up because I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. Here was the, here was one of my biggest hurdles is I didn't have any food and I didn't have I any know. meals planned. This happens every time because you buy, you go to the grocery store on like Monday because you're like, I'm going to go early. I don't yep. want to go during the rush. You buy all your food to get you to Thursday and then Thursday comes and goes and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no food. And maybe you have leftovers, but maybe you're also really don't want leftovers. No. And that's next year. Let's remember this and let's set up the carpoolers. Like, let's give everyone a meal plan. Like, we should have had a meal plan. Well, this would have been the week not to skip Crocktober, really. Well, we didn't skip Crocktober for the record. Crocktober is over. We did eight recipes. Did we do eight? Yeah. I don't know. Like, everyone's like, where's the Crocktober? Where's Crocktober? I'm like, guys, we did eight. We did eight? Really? Are you sure? I'm positive. I can name them. Ready? Okay. Swedish meatballs. No, honey butter chicken, Swedish meatballs, lasagna soup, pulled pork, pulled pork, um, broccoli cheddar, broccoli cheddar, citrus beef, uh, the Tuscan chicken, stuffing chicken, stuffing chicken, eight. That is eight. Yeah, we did eight recipes. Wow. So actually, if, and honestly, like they we're going to be recapping that in a couple of episodes with Naptime Kitchen. I think next Thursday that episode will come out. So if you haven't made them like this is your time, make them. Um, so you can really be a part of that podcast episode. Yeah. But anyway, I just really feel like the weekend would have been less stressful if I would have had like breakfast food because I'm like scrambling. And then I like don't want to go to the store. And Tyler had to work basically this whole weekend, which is fine, which is fine. And like, it's not that it's, I have no problem. Like, you know, I get it. Like, that's what he has to do. I just like can't take all three kids to the store by myself. So like to be locked in a house yeah. with three kids and then like mom got sick. So like I couldn't go to her house. Like, it was just like... Honestly, it was just like it was a very stressful weekend for me. Mm-hmm. And I took that. I I coped with retail therapy and I don't I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're ever going to cope with retail therapy, <laughs> this would be the weekend to do so. So it's fine. <laughs> Speaking of what, what were your Black Friday? Well, I guess we should do a last three transactions, but let's do. Did you three. do some good damage? Yes. Yes, I'm I'm actually I'm feeling very good. And I, I think I did a good job of buying things that I that I need and want and was going to buy in like January and March. Like now, like there's yeah. there was just very I there was a lot of influencers, which I don't know if they were just like trying to be like so relatable and be like, there's like not very good sales. Like there was great sales. I don't know what everyone was talking about. Anyway, I just felt like I saw some people saying the deals weren't very good. Mm-hmm. I thought the deals were smacking. I thought they were good, too. And it's here's why I think they were. I felt like they were good. It's because I really was waiting on a lot of Agreed. things. And I knew what the price was before. 
and I saw the price go down. And so I'm like, perfect. Some things weren't on, like, like everything was on sale. So some things that I thought were maybe going to be on sale that was going to be my opportunity to buy weren't available. But yeah, and some sales were, some sales weren't good. Like I have had my eye on this Land's End fisherman sweater. It's like a very like, it just looks beautiful. It's like this like chunky knit. And I was like, I'm going to wait until was maybe it was ll bean lands on ll bean don't 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 i don't know which one it was anyway their black friday sale was 10 percent off i'm like yeah, shut what? up yeah get out of that's here that's ridiculous yeah so i thought they were fine i thought they were good i waited to do my christmas shopping and i got some done you know i don't know i thought it was good but anyway, we'll, we'll save our, yeah. our details for last three we'll do last three anyway i wanted to talk about this last night i made a chi chi pie pie okay and i was thinking if you have turkey leftovers that's like the perfect thing to make. Turkey I, pie pie. Turkey pie pie. Like, why wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. And I wish I would have taken some of my mom's leftover turkey. Because I just think we all need to have, like, uh, everyone has those, like, not everyone. I feel like some people have those, like, iconic Thanksgiving leftover recipes. And we don't have one. Mom no. would make turkey tetrazzini sometimes. Which, which is, is good. Which yeah. is good. But, like, I, like, that's a new thing I want to start is I want to have a, an amazing Thanksgiving leftover yeah no that's so smart should we get the people updates on how our dishes went over yeah for sure uh my macaroni <laughs> here's the thing i freaking hand grated six cups of cheese <laughs> like no one ate it i got confused on the time and i showed up at what the original text said not what the new text said it was confusing me. it was confusing and so my macaroni got into the oven late and then everyone was like everything's ready so we had to pull it out early so like it didn't the flavors didn't marinate it didn't get super melty i didn't even need it and i have just so much macaroni left over oh you can send me home some okay well, my kids delete it. Okay. Um, I thought your macaroni was good, first of all. I do think, though, the thing with the macaroni is it's like the Costco one is just good. So if it's like maybe we should I mean, just send them the I Costco one. The, or, or just like freaking do Velveeta because I was like, I am going to go full homemade. I, I did know. the panko breadcrumbs on top. I hand grated the cheese. Like I said, two different types of cheeses. I did the roux <laughs> thing. Like it was an event for me to make this macaroni and it was just fine. And it was just fine. And macaroni should be very good and it wasn't and like who's eating the macaroni like yeah it was it's um i'm proud of you i want to say that thanks i'm proud of you i saw your attention to detail i saw the panko breadcrumbs and i see you and i'm proud of you thanks not to make you feel bad but like my dish was what did you even make okay the salad oh yeah the salad was good my dish was kind of the star like dad said it was his number one yeah so i and I don't mean that to make you feel bad, but I also, I did the work. I made an autumn Caesar because when I was looking up recipes, it's like, and we talked about this, like the whole spinach salad of it all, the whole like fall harvest salad, it's not as good as a really good Caesar. And I just yeah. love a Caesar. You need that bright freshness on your Thanksgiving meal. So it was kale and romaine. I like massaged the kale with lemon juice and salt. So it was like so delicious. Homemade Caesar dressing which i make a good caesar dressing don't ask me for the recipe because it's just it's in my head and i taste it and i just add things to it until it tastes like i want it to i do think that my macaroni helped your salad become a star because in effort to allow my macaroni to cook longer everyone was like let's just have the salad first and then we'll all come back and go through <laughs> no, so that's true my salad did get its own like 
place on the table because mom decided since the macaroni was still cooking to do let's just do plated salads everyone sits down and we're going to plate the salads ahead of time so that means everyone got a full plate of my salad and i was able to plate this i went around with sydney i plated everyone's salad then i went around with fresh parm and fresh yeah. cracked pepper on everyone's individual salads it was it was a great salad it was a great salad and i'm just proud of myself and it felt good well we had two very different experiences but i'm very happy for you and it was a really good salad love a good caesar um <clears throat> Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought I thought the meal was good. I thought everything was great. I was just stuffed still from my St. John Thanksgiving that I had an hour before. So tough when you have them in the same day. Yeah, but it's okay. Elizabeth goes to two. Like she has Maddie's family and then our family. Tyler's family, they do it on different days. And I think there's like pros and cons because part of it's like you got it all over with and like that was the holiday. And I had three Thanksgivings on three separate days. Yeah, that's and that's tough. But I don't know. You know, it's 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 all tough. I don't but know. It's also I was thankful fine. for something to do this weekend. Well, I, I don't know yeah. why this weekend just and I think the other problem is, is everyone is out and about on Friday and Saturday shopping that like I don't want to take the kids anywhere no, because that's, it's that's too crazy. Mm -hmm. It was freezing this weekend. Like I just have to have a better Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Next year. And okay. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I need to think of something. Yeah, let's jot that down. Something to remember. Jot that down. Okay, Cal, what do we have on today's roadmap? Oh, today's roadmap, we have a we have a word. We have millennial or Webster. Find out. Yeah. Stay tuned to find out. Uh -huh. Um, we have dumps, uh -huh. last three. We have a really good listener submission ditch the drive through that I'm excited to share. And we have industry news. Okay, well, let's get right into it with our Millennial Word of the Day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. And yeah, I did the intro, but actually we have a Miriam Webster Word of the Day because I don't have a Gen Z slang. And I think we need to expand our vocabulary. I've Someone said, I saw a comment that was like, I prefer them. I prefer the Miriam Webster Word of the Day because let's get smarter, not yes but i think it's important if there's a if there's a word that i think we've been we've been reaching and stretching for some millennial yeah. words like if there's one of those words obviously we we will bring you an important one but if it's not groundbreaking let's expand the vocabulary yeah i'm sold over I've, the fact there's words in this language that i speak that i don't know i i have also been enjoying the tiktok going over the tiktok trends though too agreed okay today's miriam webster word of the day is abnegate abnegate Oh, let me play her voice. Abnegate. Abnegate. Is it ag or ab? Ab. Abnegate. Abnegate. Okay, let me guess. <laughs> let me guess what I mean. <laughs> this is kind of fun. I um, can also read you uh, a... Uh, a sentence? A sentence. Yeah, do that. The letter outlined ways in which the mayor have abnegated his responsibilities to the city's employees. It did nothing for me. Their spiritual practice teaches that the self must be abnegated in order to achieve deep inner peace. No, I'm more confused. I have no idea. Abnegate is a formal word that is most often used to mean to deny or renounce in context of relating to responsibility. If you abnegate your responsibilities, you deny them and refuse to do what responsibilities require what those responsibilities sometimes are. i think why did we need a formal word it sounds like delegate no no uh you are refusing to do them you're denying to do them oh, okay it can also mean I'm to surrender that. or to relinquish okay I, I, so okay so it'd be like mac like you're abnegating mac and cheese next year yes right yeah i think so 
it's i like i get the meaning but then i don't always know like the tenses and such which is where it gets kind of tricky that is where it gets tricky i think with this marion webster word of the day i don't know if i'll say it as much as maybe if someone else says it to me i'll have an idea you'll know what it means or you know i'm just trying to become so well read these days that if i see it across one of my books i'll know what it means for sure speaking of which i still haven't finished the four-hour work week i was gonna say your books are you like reading a new one i am we need to do a whole ep and i really want to do this elizabeth so write this down i want to do a whole episode on new year's resolutions and goals because i'm such a new year's resolution person i'm not not a resolution person like just a goal person i love setting goals talking about goals i love to say them out loud to people so like people can help hold me accountable and i am gonna set a goal of next year to read 12 books and i know that's one a month Come on, Kelly. I can do it. Yeah. I just really, and this weekend, I think I've talked about it a few times, I did nothing but stay home with my children all weekend. And I hated the feeling of like Kyler getting home and I had nothing to talk about. Yeah. And not so much that I could like read books at home with the kids, but like we went out, we, we did go out to dinner on Friday night, Tyler and I, and I was like, I have nothing I have nothing to talk about like I couldn't have like read a book or like learned something or like brought something to the conversation and I just wasn't feeling very well read this weekend. Yeah. I was actually just talking to Maddie about this. We want to go through our subscriptions like we always do and cancel some like I'm paying for some that we're just like straight up not using and I'm like hey let's pick you know the three we're going to subscribe to and cancel the other ones and if there's nothing to watch on those three then like let's read a book there's nothing then there's nothing on tv i know you don't always have to have something to watch so i sort of feel like in that similar sense that i would like to expand my media intake into not just being tv i really want to get back into reading yeah and when i was into it I i really enjoyed it and i've just i've fallen off and i i hate starting a new book can we do a book together i'm not ready to commit to like book club with the carpoolers again because i don't want to let people down but maybe you and i could find a book to read yeah maybe sure i feel like we're gonna do it then we should just let everyone do it with us i think that's okay well let me work on that what kind of books do you want to read do you want to like read fiction nonfiction? i'm pretty i'm pretty open to anything honestly i'm pretty open to anything too i just like i think i would like a story i'm kind of like burnt out i mean this four hour work week has really been burning me out on like ways you can like be a boss like i'm kind of over it yeah i think i want to read for entertainment right now yeah and i think that when you read one book a month it's like it can be a fiction it can be a story it can be a religious book it can be a self-help book and you can sort of mix it up to get you out of your reading rut exactly kel what's on your dumpity doodah well okay you have a lot i was just adding stuff throughout i know you know what i mean i was just trying to like figure it out um okay what's on my dumpity doodah dumpity sorry i went to the wrong app okay have you what is up with these like name consultants on instagram (laughs) i don't know but i know what you're talking about in case you don't know there are these people who you can pay them and you're like i like these sort of names these are my other kids names we're trying to use this these types of middle names what should i name my child and these people send them lists of baby name ideas and we're not I'm not talking about the girl who like, hi, I do baby name influencer predictions because that's different. No, that's different. This is a service she is providing. I've to seen people. several different people do it. Yeah, me too. Um, I would never pay for that. Never. I feel like all the names that are out there are out there. Like, just go to babynames.com go to and baby figure it out and look through enough of them. Like, if if we have another kid, I have girl names. 
boy names are going to be really tough. And I'm just, it's not that I want to say I'm going to settle. I'm going to have to settle. But like, I know all the boy names out there. Yeah. And I know the names that I like. And I, here's the problem. I liked George and Fred more. <laughs> so like, yeah. it also kind of messes with you the more kids you have. Because it's like, I'm going to pick my third favorite name. And that's who this kid's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. There, I haven't heard especially the style of my names i'm not making i'm not putting vowels and consonants together and making up noises no and i think that's what a lot of those people do i'm like looking up like you know classic english names and it's like okay charles i know literally it's not like cash ash flash you know towns okay i think those are kind of cute those are those it's it's those coded like it's all of those same work yeah. those same type of I names just, i keep seeing them pull up on my feet there's one syllable and then this oh my gosh syllables remind me to say something oh, about okay. syllables yeah let's not have <laughs> no. syllable conversation again let me say something i'm gonna just go get right into it i had a lot of people message me being like kelly like every syllable has to have an, a vowel and then i said james and they go oh yeah that's an exception right because there's too many exceptions in our language yeah george I, right so then someone messaged me something that actually helped. Okay. And they said, Kelly, I'm like a speech language teacher or whatever. Put your hand underneath your chin. And every time your chin drops, that's a syllable. Oh, okay. James. Um, Kel- Liz, look at me. Kelly. Kelly. No, I, I don't need that trick to know how many syllables. I can sound that it out. That was the first helpful thing that I saw. And maybe if my phonics teacher would have taught me that instead of being like, okay, every syllable has a vowel except for all these exceptions, I would have understood Or the clapping roll, Cal. James. Kelly. George. Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth, but to someone like myself... Who ha- like who doesn't uh, like comprehend that? Ja- Ames like I could do it. Th- <laughs> I could do it that no. way. <laughs> Where do you call him, Ja Ames? No, I don't call him Ja Ames. <laughs> okay, shut up. <gasps> okay, that that's a good point. The dropping of the jaw. I'm just in saying. case you were struggling with your syllables. This is a good tip. Okay, are you ready for my next thing? Yeah, there's a lot of places I could go here. I have started doing something that is so, which is like, so weird. And like, kind of some of the most, it, it's, a, it's a piece of advice that I have rolled my eyes at for years. And I'm finally doing it. And it has kind of changed my life. What is it? You know what I've told you. Getting up before my kids. And I hear you. And it's like, how do you possibly do that? Like, I was up with a baby all night. And I think, like, I don't think you could do it. Fred, pretty consistently, he may get up one time a night. For the most part, he sleeps through the night. He's an amazing child. Can't say the same for George and Hattie, but they're easier to get back down. I have started waking up at 5. Fred sometimes gets up at 5.20, sometimes gets up at 6.30. You just really never know where it's going to go. But I get up at 5, I make myself some coffee, and I just start doing things for me. So I'm like not going to try to like do the workout because I don't know how much time I have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm like... Can I unload a dishwasher? Can I get my water bottle ready to get out the door? Can I pack my car? Can I put away one load of laundry? And I just work and like do things for myself, like things that not even bring me joy, but like give me anxiety throughout the day. Like I hate leaving the house with dishes in the sink in a dirt in a clean dishwasher yeah. and laundry everywhere. So I'm really pushing myself to get up at five and just start setting the table for the day. And I think that's kind of always been the key. Like 
don't start a project that you don't think you might not be able to finish. Like that's why I'm just doing little tasks. If he gets up at 5.15, okay, he gets up at 5.15. At least I had 15 minutes to myself. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also really pushing myself to once like we get all the kids to bed, I just want to collapse onto my bed and like watch TV or like play on my phone or just like lay down. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like when I walk out of George and Hattie's room, I make myself go to the kitchen. I set the timer for 10 minutes. And I just do 10 minutes worth of stuff. And it's like, I'm telling you, it's a push. I'm dragging myself to the kitchen. I know that sounds so drama. And like the other day, you know what? Tyler had done the dishes. I still push myself to do it. And I cleaned out the junk drawer for 10 minutes. And then I let myself lay down. The I think this all is so great. The thing that I'm just like having trouble with is you said, I wake up at 5 a.m. to do stuff for myself and the thing for yourself is doing chores and that's just on being a mom yeah that is on being a mom <laughs> that sucks that does suck <laughs> wow not me not me like glamorizing doing chores doing chores but it's by myself no yeah I've, I've just felt like i have been drowning and i can ne- like my house is always a mess and i just i'm like what i'm like four years into this motherhood journey and i have still hate seeing my house messy and like i don't care how many instagram reels i see of this time is fleeting you're gonna miss the sticky fingers on the window it's like that just doesn't do anything for me and i know i i know i will miss it but i also hate it yeah or i don't hate it but like i just i i like to have my house put together and i hate leaving for the day and then coming home to a kitchen that that is destroyed having to cook dinner like we have laundry that didn't get switched over there's like I, there's like Fred's food on the high chair so like that just really yeah, gives me that, a lot of anxiety gives me yeah that makes me and like cringe. we're a tornado when we get out of the door in the morning so if I can just get up before and help not make us such a tornado I have such a better day and I telling you I I'm mean, more you, productive you've got it. I totally get it when I know that my house I left my house in even a little bit messy it sticks with me all day all day yeah what so, is that about no you gotta do I mean I make fun by saying you're like doing something for yourself by doing chores. But if it's going to help you throughout the day, then yeah, you are doing something for yourself. You're putting your mind at ease. You're yeah, it's for, it's for sure doing something for yourself. So I mean, I totally get it. So anyway, that's what I got. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone, you know, for the recommendation, you know, a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you and makes you feel super comfortable. Finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. So you call their office to book an appointment and yeah, they don't take your insurance. Wipe your tears, put away the ice cream and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you and treat almost any condition you're searching for. Go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool to download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. Okay, listen, today's episode is brought to you by Goodbye Gear. I love Goodbye Gear. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about it, but it is the leading online marketplace for buying and selling gently used baby and kid gear. I have bought several things from Goodbye Gear over my 
years of being a mom. So my top favorite things are my baby Brezza that I bought open box as it had never been used before. I bought a rug for George and Hattie's room that I was already going to buy. It's like a cute alphabet rug. It was randomly on Goodbye Gear. I have bought a ton of toys for Thriftmas on Goodbye Gear. And it is just such a good way to search for the items that you may already want to buy just at a discount on goodbyegear.com. I am so excited because we have an exclusive discount with them for $20 off your order of a hundred or more with code carpool. That's $20 off your purchases of a hundred or more with code carpool. You can go to goodbyegear.com. I want to get into our last three transactions. For sure. Where we spill our recent bank bank account subtractions. I'm going to go first. I have been waiting. Are you doing your last where you're doing like your three top that you bought? Because I've definitely transacted more than three times. No, I'm just going to do like the honorable mentions from my transacting of Black Friday. I bought a ruggable for the nursery. You've been waiting for this. I have been waiting. I am so happy the way in which I have practiced patience. It was 25% off. Does ruggable do sales or no? Not, not very often. Okay. Um, no, it's not like they're always on sale. So they did 25% off for Black Friday. So I bought the rug. I had already had it measured. Like I was already ready to pull the trigger. I was like so proud of myself. Um, and I just got a cute little rug for the nursery. I had one in there. I haven't seen it. And I made the mistake of first buying a rug that wasn't ruggable. I have dogs. I have a baby. Like ruggable is the only rug I will get. And like, that's it. You're up. You are obsessed with ruggable because i have dogs when you take and, and Tyrion, my little pomeranian has accidents in the house more often than i would like and so it's like i'm not you have i have to have a machine washable rug i just have to yeah and i love it and they're beautiful and they're trendy and they have um a lot of How much designers are they, are they like insane no they are the same price as one at home goods oh really yeah they're not anything crazy that's good to know. It's not astronomical. I cannot wait to have rugs a home. are expensive, though. I cannot wait to have a home with a rug. We don't have a single rug. Yeah, that's crazy. Why not? We have our house is all carpet and a little bit of like fake hardwood in the kitchen. Yeah, you could put a rug over carpet. Yeah, we could. But where? I don't know. In your living room. I'd rather just get a new house. Okay. Well, you should just do that. What was your recent bank account subtraction? Okay, I did an ad with Anastasia Beverly Hills. I love their makeup. I'm obsessed. Like, yeah, I don't know so how I like, I like backed myself into this corner of like becoming a makeup influencer now, but I'm I'm good with it because I freaking love their products. Yeah. And I've used, I've used, I always said Anastasia. And then like, they obviously were like, that's not our name. Either say Anastasia or ABH. So I've been saying ABH. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about this last time, like I wanted to have a, a, a secondary makeup bag mm-hmm. so I could like th- grab, like grab a makeup bag or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so I bought the, 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 the pieces that I needed to go in that secondary bag and I feel good about it because I could have done a cheaper version of it. But the thing is, it's like I, I love my makeup routine right now. I really feel like I've perfected a really good five minute makeup routine, mm-hmm. seven to five minute makeup routine, and I will use it all like I will use it. I'll yeah. use I'll use expired makeup. I don't care. Like I'll use something for fi- for two years. Yeah, don't care. Hasn't hurt me yet. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I bought a foundation. I needed to buy a foundation, another brow powder, a concealer, and a bronzer. So I bought all of that. And now I have like now I make a bag. So I had like a blush, like two blushes. I have like an extra dipstick. I have like an eyeshadow palette. I don't like as much, but it's fine. Yeah. And like now I'm just set. I'm set. 
love it. That was a really big thing for me. And that was like, I'm going to you like I'm going to need to buy more foundation anyway. Might as well buy it when it's on sale. And it was I got I either got 30 or 40 percent off. Amazing. Yeah. Um, something that I'm I can't share everything that I bought because a lot of them were gifts. Right. Because no, I, I waited. Because we do um Secret Santa in our family amongst the siblings. We also do that in Maddie's family. So I bought like some secret Santa presents, but something I did buy off Amazon for George was um, I asked him what he wanted. He said jungle reptiles. So I found some jungle reptile toys off Amazon. Yeah. So that's what I got him. You know, I was gonna like go down the express rabbit hole. Express was like $35 jeans, which, you know, I love those flex jeans, even though I just bought a couple. Something about express though, they always have great sales throughout the holidays. So they're one of those brands that I don't feel like mad dash on Cyber Monday, Black Friday. I do feel like if I when I'm ready to pull the trigger, the sale will be there. Well, I they also were picked over. Yeah. And I, the thing is, it's like I'm not going to buy the color. I didn't I might the color I don't actually want or the jeans I don't actually want just because they're not in my size. Like yeah. I'm just past that in my life. Like I have enough sweaters. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I bought <laughs> something about my husband is he always wears these like yellow neon yellow hoodies. Mm hmm. And he's worn them since I've known him. Like, think like construction worker yellow hoodies. But like, he kind of like does that type of work. So whatever. He, he's worn those forever. The problem is like, he would wear them all the time. Like, we'd go to the movies, he'd be in a yellow hoodie. We'd go out to a nice dinner, he would try to wear a yellow hoodie. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I was like, can you just get a gray hoodie? Like, does it have to be this like, it Neon literally yellow. looks like you just like came off the line. Yeah. Like, can we just like, we're out to dinner. And like, I love, like, I love, what's can it we put on like a, what's it called? Are they a blue color or a white color? blue collar i love my blue collar boy like i love that about him can we put on like a streetwear hoodie like if you want to wear a hoodie we can we elevate it a little bit i've tried to do it all i've like hey i bought you this like carhartt hoodie no i don't like that he likes to wear this yellow hoodie with his phone number on it says tyler stumpy enterprise like this is what he likes to wear it's like a gildan yes (laughs) anyway i fought it for so long and then i finally was like you know what whatever like that's just who he is like i just i love him for who he is and I bought George and Fred yellow hoodies. That's really sweet. Now there's our Carhartt, but Carhartt had a good deal. And I bought, I think George, I wasn't going to buy it for Fred, but Fred's was 20 bucks. So I was like, okay, like that's cute for Fred. He needs a hoodie anyway. Yeah. But George is going to have like a hoodie to match his dad. And I think he's going to love it. Oh no, he's going to love it. Although you are starting him now on this, on this journey. I know, but I'm telling you like, I've been, but you know what? Then when he finds, uh, you know, a woman, we'll know she really loves him for him if she doesn't try. And yeah, and if his she tries, like if she's like, "Don't worry, I'll hoodies," I'm gonna be like, "Kyle <laughs> <laughs> is a clean pot." <laughs> That's why I mouthed it. Okay. Um, no, you know what? I have truly learned to love that about my husband. Yeah. And now, like, whenever I see like like guys in yellow hoodies, I'm like, oh, they're kind of cute. I'm like, no, they're not. No, <laughs> they're just, ne- it's just the yellow hoodie. <laughs> You're just distracted by the by the neon of it all. Anyway, that was one of mine. Well, uh, my last Maddie and I went back to that antique store that I bought my. Oh book my from. gosh! Did you and buy volume one? No, I couldn't find. But volume one has yet to be found. Um, I when bought. Did you go to that? We went yesterday. Oh. Um, Maddie has a little library. Not, I shouldn't call it a little library. He'll be very offended. He has this very robust, impressive <laughs> library in our home. He's a big reader. And his dad had passed him down these like very these like old books. And it's like Tom Sawyer, you know, it's all of these like classic stories. And um 
he found we found three of these same books from this collection that we didn't have in perfect condition at the antique what store. That's so exciting. For three dollars and fifty fifty cents a piece. So, what were the books? Um, it was like I don't know. I don't even know. Are what you going to read them? No, they're they're like children's books. They're like they're like kids stories, but they're like chapter books. Yeah. So you know when James is like eight or whatever, he, that can be a book that he can go pull out from the library. Is he though? Yeah, if he's if my husband has anything to do with it, yeah. So my kids will be in kids, yellow hoodies and your kids, kids will be well. Kids like to read. Oh, I get it. I know. When George is older, you're not you're telling me George isn't going to want to pick up a chapter he brought, book. He brought his strange, unusual, gross, cool animals book. I got him that book. I know you did. Um, no, I know. So, yeah. He'll want to he will I'm also want to like, grab Tom Sawyer. Well, I don't know if it's Tom Sawyer. It's like, what is that? So, something in... I don't know. They're, 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 they're classic children's stories. I want to see them before I leave. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't remember what they are. There's, it's not Tom Sawyer. It's as if it's Tom Sawyer. I don't know, remember what it is. Okay. <clears throat> okay. My last... First of all, that's exciting. Thanks. My last transaction was I bought a um, some more Spang stuff for myself. Oh, did they have a good deal? Yeah, I got 50% off the perfect collection, which is like I have like a navy suit from them and which they sent me, which I freaking love. But I really wanted a black blazer because I don't have a black blazer mm-hmm. and it was 50% off and I bought it. And like the Spanx clothes, guys, they are I know they're so expensive. It's like they're so good. Yeah, those, they are. Those pants are so good. So they just fit you so good. And like they've been such a gift. I've talked about this a hundred times. Like they've been such a gift to me postpartum. Because, like, they're just clothes that, like, I feel really good in. Yeah. And now I'm just, like, obsessed. So, besides that, what else did I buy? I, I mean, I really, I I swear I did more, like, true Black Friday shopping. I just really can't reveal because everyone no, who I, I know. bought presents forward listens to this podcast. No, I know. I'm, feel- I'm feeling the same way. I bought Hattie a um, dollhouse. It was not on sale. I went with the Melissa and Doug one. It's beautiful. And it's, like, the, the classic. All the Melissa and Doug stuff is so I know. Cute. And it's, like, the classic. And then how about this? You buy the dollhouse, you have to buy the doll character separately. Oh. That was another 25 bucks. But it's like the classic like wooden ones that we yeah. had. Like it's the cutest dollhouse. I think she's going to love it. So I bought that for her. Um, I bought some stuff for, for like some bath toys for Fred. I need like still a present for George. I'm not doing a lot of gifts this year. Like everyone's getting like they're getting like one thing in a suitcase. And like that's, yeah. what, that's what we're doing. I'm kind yeah. of over it. But I need to get like one big thing for George. The problem is like Hattie wanted a dollhouse. George wants a chameleon yeah so and it's like george's like is six dollars and hattie's was a hundred so like what do you yeah and i mean i don't know if i should like really care about like the monetary value of it all because it's like they don't care like that's what george wants but like just my mom and i'm also not gonna spend that much on fred because like fred's a baby who cares yeah so i'm probably just gonna get over it it was just it was it was girl christmas it was girl christmas um yeah that's tough i don't i don't know it's so hard because it for you to get that meet that same monetary value for george you would need so many little things and you just have like more little things in your house like he doesn't want one big thing um who did you get for secret santa i got um grayson and maddie got you so (gasps) i kind of feel like i need to shop for both although maddie likes to do his own shopping so good luck I know. We'll see what you get. Who'd you get? I can't remember. <laughs> I think I got Craig. And Tyler got Sydney. Yeah, Tyler always gets Sydney. Tyler always gets Sydney. Sydney's easy. 
yeah. Sydney's easy. And like whatever Sydney wants, double it and give it to the next yeah, person. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'll take it too. Who does Sydney have? Oh, Sydney has Maddie. <laughs> she got her. I heard she got him a really good gift. Did she? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna love it. Oh, I want to hear it. Um. Anyway. Anyway, let's move on to our industry news, where you share the hot tea going on in the auto industry. Elizabeth, thank you so much for that incredible intro you're welcome okay Liz. our first story comes from motor trend and it is the most stolen cars and trucks in america in 2022 is it a kia no i was actually very shocked by this so let me just tell you the top three number three was honda civics at 27,000 thefts that seems like a ton yeah the 2000 Honda Civic. The that was in one year? Yeah. The 2000 Honda Civic, the most stolen year, is as great a platform for turners as it remains as an easy target for thieves. More modern more modern Civics are much less readily stolen. So it's like, don't drive a 2000 Honda Civic. What a weird car to steal. If you're going to steal one. That one can't be worth a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> Number two was the Ford F-150 at 48,000 thefts. More popular than any other vehicle in the U.S. for multiple decades running. Popularity alone means that the F-150 would likely make this list. Yeah, that makes the sense. The most commonly stolen model year is 2006. That's so right. Ra- I mean, of course, they can have, I guess they can have the data for model year, but that's very interesting. Of all the vehicles, or, or it says, while it's certainly true that Older keyed ignition systems of all vehicles could be outmaneuvered. Modern fobs can contribute to a surprisingly high rates of thefts as many owners leave them in the vehicle. Oh. Number one, Chevy Silverado. The single most stolen vehicle in the U.S. in 2022 was the 2004 Chevy Silverado. Okay. Anyway. That's interesting. I don't think anyone's driving those cars on this podcast, so like rest easy. Yeah. Also, I mean, I think the newer cars, too, at least my Pathfinder, which is what, a 23 Pathfinder, it says on the window that it has anti-theft like tracking. Yeah. So I do think that the newer cars are, I don't know, maybe you're less inclined to steal because of the tracking and the technology associated with them. Um, yeah, you know. hopefully. And the whole like Hyundai and Kia thing, like I just I feel like I can't say this enough because I still do consultations and they're like the Palisades out because I know they're easy to steal. And I'm like, no, they're not like, please, you guys. It was only certain model years of Hyundai and Kias. Yeah, I know. But, and you apparently know, they still know, didn't Cal- even make this list. Yeah, that's crazy. Did I ever tell you about the time I got pulled over for driving a stolen car? <laughs> <laughs> I ever told this story. I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> So it was after mine and Maddie's first date and um, I was driving home from our date and we just like met at a restaurant and then um, I got pulled over and I didn't know what for and the um, the cop was like, why were you sitting in that McDonald's parking lot? And oh, I'm like, I do you know this story? And I'm like, I wasn't. I left that restaurant, which was like kind of close to a McDonald's, but like I wasn't in McDonald's parking lot. So I don't know what that was about. But I was like, I wasn't. I was leaving insert name of the restaurant. And um, he was like, oh, 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 OK. And then he like looks at me and like looks at my license and like, looks at my car And then he was like, you know what? I'm sorry. This we had a similar car. We had a car that fit this description that was reported stolen. 
um, obviously, like, it wasn't you. You're fine. Have a nice night. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. Whatever. That was very strange. Later that week, I have to turn in my demo to the dealership. And so I go and I'm like, here are my keys, la, 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 la. And the manager was like, oh, my gosh, we didn't write it down that you had taken this demo and we reported this car stolen. (laughs) I completely forgot about this story. Like the cop had the had the car. The cop (laughs) had the girl. (laughs) He let me go. It was the right car. He 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 cracked the case. So why did he let you go? Because he didn't think that I stole the car. I know, but like he 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 thought he he thought that he found the wrong car. He was like, okay, I guess I don't look like the type to steal a car. I don't know. He was like, sh- I don't know. That just seems like or maybe I'm he saw. Th- I mean, also my last name on my license is the you know on the license plate like it says suntrop suntrop like it's a dealer car so i could see how he could you know draw conclusions there but um yeah he had he had me he caught me red-handed but he let me go that is freaking hysterical i know l-o-l l-o-l there's a kia soul too oh classic hot car that's such a soul thing to do i know okay liz uh our next story it's not so much a story more just kind of like an update um this comes from dealer track, but the car dealership guy posted about it. And he says, bad news. Used auto loan rates are up again. They are now at a 14.3 APR, a 20 year high. So that means let's say you were to buy a used vehicle for $30,000 and your interest rate was 14% on a six year loan. You're looking at $600 and $618 at 14%. If we were to go down to let's have it 7%. 511. It's a hundred extra dollars a month. Wow. If we were to go to like 4%, 469. Insane. 14%. And what's difficult about like cars versus like, like I just, I hate, and I know like I'm not a realtor, but like I hate this like date the rate mentality. That's a lot harder to do with a car loan. Because they're so much such a shorter term and like the refinancing process is a lot. It just just looks like a lot different. Problem with the car, too, is you're a lot more desperate than you are with the house. You could make a house work, as you know. Yeah, you could make a house work. You can stay in a house, a car. If you need a new car, you need a new car. And it's like this is coming at a time where cars are unaffordable. Yeah. It's like, I I mean, I, we've talked this a hundred times. I just don't really know. I have no news. Here's the good news. Good news. New auto loan rates are easing down to 9% APR for the first okay. decline since April. But OK, so you can get 9% on a brand new car. That's way too much money. And it's like the people who are like really payment conscious are in the used vehicle market. And like then they're being screwed at every at every angle because they're getting a car that's older, higher mileage, more expensive with worse interest rate. OK. Okay, thanks. Fun. Okay, thanks. I can't believe, like, since we started the car mom, how much the auto industry has changed. I know, and this is like never been it's anything. It's just like bad. going like ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs, and it's just like an it's truly ever changing. Yeah. So anyway, that's industry news. Something else in industry news: the car mom just released her video of the Lexus TX. It's up on YouTube. Go I check it out. Con neck. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not perfect, but it's probably my favorite. It's between that and the Volvo XC90 now in terms of my favorite midsize luxury SUVs. Okay. 
which I know sounds specific, but well, yeah, but I really, really liked it. I think it's a good value. I think it's it feels family friendly. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I like the look of it. So anyway, oh, ditch the drive through. Now it's time for Ditch the drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. And this comes from Jamie. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I have never really listened to podcasts, but I love to listen. Thanks, I Jamie. have belly laughed often and cried with you all during Blake's Besties, Aww. all while mowing the lawn. The podcast brings me much joy and occupies my headspace. Anyways, back to business. As a former toddler, mom of two, and St. Louis-ish native, and a Grand Highlander driver, I wanted to share a Ditch the drive through for the pod. Normally, I'm not one to submit things because I'm slightly illiterate, <laughs> but <laughs> who can relate? <laughs> but I thought of but but I thought of you all when I was making this for my daughter and I couldn't pass it up. Chicken and broccoli ring. Hear me out. Imagine the taco ring, but with chicken. It's a pampered chef thing. If you know, you know, it's a quick and easy dinner. And it was a staple in my husband's household growing up. All you need is a nine ounce can of chunk chicken, or you can use a canned chicken or rotisserie or whatever fits your fancy, two stalks of broccoli, one small onion, one can of cream of chicken soup, a clove of garlic, and two cans of Pillsbury, 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 Pillsbury crescent rolls, one ounce or one eight ounce of cheddar cheese and bell pepper optional. You can pretty much guess what you do. You take the crescent roll rings and you position them into a circle, um, large side that point outwards, kind of like, so you make a sun basically. Yeah. And then you chop up all the ingredients, mix them together, and spread them around the crescent rolls. Fold the crescent rolls in and bake it until golden brown. Yum, that sounds really good. Sorry for my crappy picture. It looks way better on my phone. Here's the here's the pic. Oh, that looks beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So it's just basically like chicken, broccoli, crescent rolls. It looks like it would be a good sort of holiday meal, too, because it kind of looks like a wreath. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a fun idea. Because it has like the green in it. Yeah. From I think broth. my kids would love that. We, we've been making the taco rings iconic. Yeah. Maddie, that was a Maddie recipe. That was a Maddie recipe. To this day, anytime he, I'm like hungry. He's like, you want me to make you a taco ring? Or do you want eggs and bacon? And I'm like, well, well, okay. Neither. Now he can do this. <laughs> yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about a taco ring. Just swap the ingredients. <clears throat> a pizza ring. A broccoli cheddar ring. It sounds iconic. It really does. So anyway, guys, that's our episode. So thank you so much for tuning into the Carpool Podcast. And if you drive a... Chevy Silverado, yeah. aka the most stolen car in America. Head on over to the review section. Tell us why you love the pod. Leave us five stars. And let us know if your car's ever been stolen. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.